Hey, this is Jay Muse, and you're listening to Absolute Geek, a show I don't give a fuck about. Snooch. Yes, I do. Check it out. Snoogans. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Thursday night in Phoenix, you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose, coming to you from, from the beach. Jose's coming to you from an undisclosed location <laughs> in San Diego because he spent all California. his money and he's, California. he is too poor to, <laughs> to get home. I can't walk it, so. The fun of San Diego Comic-Con isn't over for him yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still seeing the, the things that are around the city. He's, he's taking part in the black market San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> He, he's still stuck on one of the buses. <laughs> he's in line waiting for, for a bus. He's waiting <laughs> for that shell to the airport. <laughs> Boss, the lost bus. I feel like a lost kid right now. <laughs> his, his bus can't go over <laughs> under 55 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, I see Keanu. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we need to send people out there with signs to say, have you seen this Chonga? <laughs> Have you seen those lost Changa? <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> How was San Diego, Jose? <sighs> it was a long day for me. I woke up at um, 2 a.m., caught my flight in Phoenix, flew for 45 minutes, landed in San Diego, and that was a long day for... It was a long walking day. And then, you know, went to the con, and then walked back, and I didn't go to sleep that night till almost midnight. What day did you go? Sunday. That was the only. I thought you went two days. Just one. No, it was only Sunday. I was hoping to go Saturday, but what do you mean only two I, days? He's been there almost a week now. <laughs> right. He can't get home. You're still there. He's, <laughs> Jose's hiding in the convention center so that he can uh, be there early next year. He got to be first. He's got to be first in line for Hall H next year. <laughs> I'll get my my badge or my t- not not my badge my uh, bracelet. A real <laughs> one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the have you, uh, did you hear about the the counterfeit bat or uh, bracelet? Yeah, that's crazy. So all the people that couldn't make it to that Hall H got free tickets for next year. Yeah, that was actually one of my topics for tonight. Good job, Jose. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh well, I don't well, talk coming, about it now. You're coming to you live right <laughs> yeah, now. I know. First hand <laughs> eyewitness account here. I was there when it happened. <laughs> uh, you saw it. You saw it going down. You saw the printer. <laughs> you saw that. You saw them being printed. Jose was actually one of the guys in the hotel room making them. <laughs> selling them. I was selling them for 20 bucks. It's not enough for my plane ride back. Yeah, it's crazy that everyone that didn't get, or that had a bracelet that didn't get in is getting free four day passes next year. Yep. That, that sucks for the rest of us that have to try harder to try to get tickets for next right. year, though, because now we know we're, now there's you know, 400 yeah, there's, less tickets being handed out. Right. It's a fucking. Well, the one thing that sucks about it is since no actually they're going that never mind i was thinking like i went this year so i get two chances to buy the tickets and i was thinking like are they gonna get two chances but obviously because they're going to the con so yeah why do they need two chances yeah exactly they're already in they already got four passes i'm gonna email them and tell them that i got (laughs) i need my tickets for my because of my fake uh wristband no. I'm just gonna be like, listen, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna figure out how to be a professional and do that. Right. I'm gonna see yeah. who's who's creative dick I have to suck to be a professional. Or say you're fighting for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Did either of you see that shit on um, on Twitter yesterday? This with Kevin Smith. What? So this girl wrote him a big long post on Twitter about how like she's depressed and she had a miscarriage and she's going to kill herself and she's stuck in some fucking small ass town in Tennessee and all this shit. And she was like, can you give me an advice? Can you, you know, do you have any advice for me or what to do or how to break into the industry? And Kevin responded to her and he was like, um, well, we're going to be shooting Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot in new Orleans. So I know it's not that far. No, sorry, Georgia. He's like, it's not that far away. So come on out. It's either Georgia or new Orleans. So he offered I think it's her New Orleans. That's where the tax break is. He offered yeah. her a fucking job to come out and and work on the set. Hold on, I'm gonna get on Twitter real quick. <laughs> right. 
I was like, well, let's see how many copycats come out of this. <laughs> tell them how you're pregnant you are and how many kids you have. And yeah. I'm going to tell them I had two. <laughs> out of your penis? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. You could you could have, you know, had a sex change after you had your two kids. You could have been like, I'm tired of being a woman. I want to be a man now. Yep, that's what I'm going to tell them. I popped two watermelons out of my vagina. It's time to be a man now. You want to see my vagina? <laughs> Nobody wants to see your vagina. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so what did you guys think of all the trailers that come out of uh, San Diego? So many trailers, like the Justice League trailer. Yeah, I'm so not into it. No? I like, I like the Flash, though. I don't like the Flash. Really? Yeah, I don't like his, I don't like, I still don't like his, I don't like his costume. It just looks really? like he's wearing a bunch of funky, weird armor. Did you see, see my picture of the the Flash costume that I saw in person? No, I like see my pictures, and it's in there. I think it looks better than the first trailer they showed. Um, I I think I honestly think Aquaman's going to steal that movie, though. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I'm really excited for the Flash movie now, though. <clears throat> Flashpoint. Yeah. Uh, the problem. The reason I think that movie's going to suck is they can't hold on to a director. So that movie's had so many problems. And then uh, you got Thor Ragnarok. That was a... I'm excited oh for gosh. that movie. Oh, my gosh. It looks so awesome. I think Marvel saved the best for last this year. Yeah, it looks so good. The leaked Justice League trailer? <clears throat> what? Huh? what? Did you see it, though, that leaked Justice League trailer? No, the leaked one? It was like... Was it the one that was sideways and it was like half blocked? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Because I just saw the Comic-Con one that they released. That was the full trailer. There was one where somebody had released it, like somebody had recorded it with their phone. Oh, from Hall H? Yeah. Oh. It was like sideways and far away and, and like kind of blocked, but it like leaked out early. Yeah, but they, they showed released like an that hour shit early. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, after an hour of the after the panel. But <clears throat> what, other, what did she think of the Walking Dead trailer? The five-minute Walking uh, Dead trailer, Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> It looks like they're doing the time jump. Yeah, that's that's exactly like I, when I first watched it. I was like, in that when it shows the cane, I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, what cane is that? And I was like, oh shit! And then they showed old man Rick. I was like, yep, there it is. Mm. There it is, old man Rick. So I bet you it's good. That what they're gonna do is it's the first half of the season. I think is gonna be they're gonna finish up this war, and I bet you the mid season finale is the time jump. I don't know. <clears throat> Part of me wants to say that that scene you saw is going to be the season finale. And that next so? season will be the time jump. But you could you could very that, well be right. Because that means they'd have to do the entire season of war. But then they have to start casting. Like, they start have to cast, like... You would you would think people. you would hear rumors about them casting um, um, the whisperers and stuff. Because you haven't heard any casting rumors about them. Like, I don't even think they've cast Magna yet. I haven't even heard anyone, any release about them casting Magna unless they haven't even started until, or they're not going to announce it until they come to set or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're trying to keep it under tighter knit. I think they've got more things. You know, everything, you know, everything always leaks out as soon as someone walks off the set, it's online saying, oh, then we all know, you know, like when they did Negan, when they did uh, most everybody, actually. I think they have more to worry about with you know, stunt doubles not being able to hit their marks and dying and shit like that than casting the worst. That's not good. No. That's, that's never good. Now it hey, like new some- guy, go do this stunt. Yeah, right? Now it sounds like someone's washing their car. <laughs> I am, I'm washing my car right now. All right, you're outside, you're outside <laughs> recording a podcast and washing your car. Yeah, it finally, it finally cooled down enough. Finally. It's not raining. Until tomorrow when it rains again, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Hold on, I gotta, I gotta rinse the soap off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for Ragnarok. The, the trailer looks really good. Um, How about the the only one I didn't like was the one for Netflix. It's that Will Smith thing. Oh, Will Smith. Uh, let's. Where he's like Will, a cop, but yeah, Shadow Run starring Will Smith. Or let's do what's it called? Bill Smith playing a cop. Yeah, let's play. Yeah. A, it's called Blight or Bright or some shit like that. Right. Yeah, I don't like it. Will Smith. Nice. Let's give yeah. him uh, a bunch of money and have him make his own D and D movie, and it's about cops and orcs and all sort of weird shit that doesn't make sense. 
I hope he's not going down the same route as Adam Sandler. (laughs) They're holding Adam Sandler. They're holding hands and skipping. Oh, jeez. And it's done by the same guy that did uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Pass. Never mind. Yeah, pass. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> they they showed this. Uh, they talked about the Psych movie at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm stoked. Five more months. Five more months? They had been, they had been uh, promoting uh, it as Christmas in July, and it was just the Christmas in July was them at Comic-Con talking about it. Like a teaser? I've actually yeah. never watched that show. You never watched it? I've never, never watched it. Did I? I've I never fucking watched that show. I just never. I never got into it. Yeah, it never piqued my interest. But I was also younger when it came on too. So I figured Jose would like it because of all the '80s referencing in it. Huh. Well, it was also based in like by a city by me, or where I grew up. Jose was just no a Santa Barbara. Sorry, Barbara. Yeah, I think I was just too young for it when it was in its prime. It sucks too. Cause they just took it off Netflix. Oh, did they? A couple months ago. They took a lot of stuff off of Netflix. Because Netflix is getting stupid. Though, yeah, they're making their own contact or their own stuff. How about the uh, the trailer for uh, Stranger Things Season 2? Oh my Can't gosh, wait. that looks good. And they had a big, big poster at San Diego outside. You should Like on it. a building. It makes me want to buy a proton pack. <laughs> <laughs> or and build one. Lose your or front teeth. One. Yep. <laughs> buy a proton pack and uh, dance around a thriller. It looks really. Oh, that random. should be the uh, that should be the the Patreon, <laughs> the Patreon video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lose your teeth and make a proton. Buy a proton or. That's what we should do. We should remake the Ghostbusters commercial <laughs> for our Patreon page. <laughs> like that movie, Be Kind Rewind. Like really shittily. Yeah. That's exactly what <laughs> sweet. <laughs> sweet version. Just cardboard proton packs. Or, like, find the toy ones on eBay that are so small they don't really actually fit. <laughs> he got a, Batman, he got a, a little shoulder. proton pack. Yeah. <laughs> gotta buy gotta buy Ghostbusters jumpsuits that are, like, one size too small so all the buttons are, like, popped open on them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just, just in our stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get, like, Kyle, like, a shag rug chest hair piece to put on there so, like, just oh. chest hair overflowing out of it. Then <laughs> get Jose one a wood a giant fro wig, and then I'll have pants on where like the zipper's broken, and I put one there so it's like a giant bush coming out, like eighties bush, eighties no. porn bush. That's a big bush. <laughs> That's a lot of bush. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, let's jump into some news here because there's actually a lot of stuff that's come out of San Diego this week. Um, uh, did you hear about Todd McFarlane talking about the Nick Spawn movie? Yep. yep. And. Uh, uh, the announcement with Kevin Smith. And who he wants to play Spawn in the next movie? Me. He got <laughs> He's not a drinking Spawn. <laughs> Drunk Spawn behind the dumpster. <laughs> it's, just Kyle, it's just Kyle in a Spawn mask out there washing his car and just his underwear, no shirt on. <laughs> recording a podcast. <laughs> recording a podcast with the cell phone. <laughs> I'm on Skype on my cell phone. <laughs> But yeah, uh, artist Todd McFarlane has one very specific actor in mind to play Twitch in the upcoming Spawn reboot, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, no. <laughs> Citing that his role in Wolf of Wall Street um, is what makes him want to hire uh, Leo, he said. I don't know if people have seen Wolf of Wall Street, but there's, uh, he's like, it's, he's craziness in it. He was going up and down and up and down. It's almost dizzying emotionally to go with him. There are parts in this movie where I'm going to need an actor to make those moves, both in terms of normality and in terms of uh, manic and in terms of anger and in terms of joy and be able to use some extremes in it. So I don't think I could picture Leonardo DiCaprio in a superhero movie. And being black. (laughs) Well, Todd McFarlane McFarlane must have a lot of money for that movie. Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio in blackface. (laughs) 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 Uh, they killed my family because it was Michael Jai White that played him in the first one, right? Yeah, it'd actually be cool if it was Leonardo DiCaprio and Blackface playing Will Smith <laughs> as Spawn. <laughs> as Spawn, <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio in Blackface as Will Smith slaying Spawn. I think we got something there. I'm gonna have to get all the fucking. Uh, Toddy. What, is he going to, like, respawn? <laughs> oh, 
That'd be fucking terrible. <laughs> Bill Cosby has spawned. Oh, he's not getting drug people. <laughs> Maybe he will. Maybe that'll be part of the script. <laughs> Look, Bill, we need you to really roofie someone in this next scene, all right? Are your own drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I got just what you need. <laughs> <laughs> what what the fuck is oh. that? Is that like a bag of drugs? It's my own personal cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it, shut up. Guaranteed to knock you cold. Uh, ben Affleck is staying in the DC uh, EU, contrary to reports that came out a few weeks ago that Ben Affleck was looking um, to call it quits as his time as the Cape Crusader. Been, uh, he took the stage at Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con last week and put the rumors to bed once and for all, announcing that he is committed to staying on board. I seen an article <sighs> that said, Ben Affleck staying as Batman. <clears throat> and I saw another article right underneath it that says, Warner Brothers is not having Ben Affleck play Batman anymore. <laughs> yeah, so last week before San Diego started, that, that came out like two <laughs> days before San Diego started, that came out that he didn't want to play Batman <clears throat> anymore. So Warner Brothers was looking to to face him out and they were talking about doing it as soon as the Batman reboot that he was working on that got scrapped. Wasn't he directing? He was going to direct it. Yeah. And then he, he said he couldn't act and direct in that movie. So he wanted someone else to direct it. Couldn't make the, the, the nanny. I like the premise that they're going with though, where they're going, they're focusing more on like a Batman noir story or focusing more on his detective skills. than they are his actual like crime fighting. He's going to have a, a trench coat and a pipe. Is that what? He's going to do drugs? <laughs> no, he's going to be Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Oh. <laughs> he's going to do drugs. <laughs> he's not going to do drugs. Yeah, he's going to have a crack pipe. <laughs> hey, kids, watch as Batman shoot some heroin. I get only detective after I get a little bit of slappy in me. <laughs> I'm going to get silly. Watch out. <laughs> I'm about to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> they killed my parents, so now I'm going to kill and chase the dragon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just fucking constantly shooting heroin as he's fighting crime. <laughs> That's why he doesn't mind getting punched all night. Yeah, he doesn't mind getting punched 28 times in the face at night. <laughs> it's okay. He's not going to feel it anyways. He's high as shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really just, a, it's really just a, a heroin dream of him being Batman. That's how it ends. <laughs> he's really sleeping behind a dumpster. He wakes up in a crack den and he's got this giant beard. Oh shit! <laughs> he's just wearing. He's got a giant beard and like a ripped up Batman mask on. <laughs> got like just goes around and saying, "I'm Batman. I'm Batman." He's, sure you are. Sure you are. I'm Batman. He's got a little like Hitler stash of white powder underneath his nose. He's just running around screaming that he's Batman and people are looking at him like he's crazy. He's really just yelling at the wall. <laughs> it turns out to just be some dude in like a, a party city Batman mask. <laughs> and and like Batman pajamas, like the old school Batman gray and blue pajamas that had a little cape on the back of him. He's got a big onesie on. <laughs> a little cape. Oh, a utility belt. On. A utility belt that holds his needles. Uh. <laughs> Jose's dying over there. Oh, man. Jose swallowed a June bug at the beach. (laughs) It tastes so good. That's my first meal of this whole week. (laughs) Fucking June bug at the beach. (laughs) Right there at the beach. Uh, James Cameron wants a new Terminator trilogy. Ahead of of T2 Judgment Day's 3D re-release next month. News uh, has been revealed that filmmaker James Cameron is in negotiations to produce a three-film arc that will reinvent the Terminator franchise. Should the rights revert back to the Oscar winner in 2019 as planned, franchise veteran Arnold Schwarzenegger would reportedly be involved in some extent. However, the idea of a new trilogy is to introduce new characters to pass the baton. The question is root. Oh my God. Versus Ben (laughs) Affleck's root. They're the Terminators. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, question, the, each other. <laughs> yeah. the question is, has the franchise run its course, or can it be freshened up? Yeah, it did it like 1989. <clears throat> well, the problem is now is that, is that for a technology oh. standpoint, we're pretty much where technology was when um, Skynet went south and shit popped off. So 
how can you really do a new Terminator trilogy to keep it fresh when everything, it's going to be hard to kind of make it technology scary like they used to. I don't, They'll just I don't turn know. it into Transformers. <laughs> right. <clears throat> It'll be some... <laughs> it's Octopus Prime. Yeah. It'll be some uh, deal between Russia and uh, and Trump that, that sets off Skynet. <laughs> with, with all the shit that spews out of that dude's mouth. Yeah, with all the shit that spews out of that dude's mouth. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for him to be like, we need to build the Skynet. And I'll be like, oh. Well, there's a <laughs> I'm sure place in, um, what, Tucson? There, there, There's a company down in Tucson called Skynet. That's creepy. They're they just, actually have uh, billboards. They have billboards? And they're putting microchips in everybody's fingers so they can they can get stuff for the vending machines. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's scary. That's scary to think about. Dude, most of the company jumped on board to do it. Yeah, there's more money for them. Dude, I would never... I don't know. Hey, if, we, if we put this microchip chip in your finger we'll let you get stuff to the vending machine sold you can get free snacks oh god Done. everybody there weighs 600 pounds Jose just constantly swiping in front of the vending machine getting us he's got to get his uh, M&M pills <laughs> yeah just the green ones <laughs> <coughs> they constantly stock the vending machine with snacks that they know you'll like like uh, little softies from the fucking circle K your little pretzels Oh, Burger King! Well, I don't eat those anymore. Burger King chicken fries, <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, Ooh. peanuts. Oh, peanuts the ocean. Cause you to throw up. Hold on, I'm gonna take a dip. <laughs> you take a dip <laughs> in the water. <laughs> Is that enough for you? So, so I mean, do you think that that movie, that franchise, should be rebooted and can be saved, or no, no? Because look at Terminator Three; it was bad. So, well, yeah. no. I wasn't even really a fan of Terminator 1. The only Terminator I really, really liked was T2. Yeah. The CGI. I mean, it was cool, cool for, for what it was, when it was, because you know, it was, you know, technology and computers and all that was still, was, everything was starting to become, you know, more of a household thing. Yeah. So that, that got the intrigue of it. But now, you know, it's, I think it's, yeah, I think that wave is over with. He should have done it like 15 years ago. Yeah, rebooted it. Well, I mean, nowadays technology isn't scary unless you're like ninety years old, right? You know, it's. But if they do, it's totally should be John Cena's root versus Ben Affleck's root. <laughs> battle of the roots. The battle of the roots. And oh, you can I throw a uh, duo. You can you can throw John Ham's root in there too. <laughs> Jeez, they have a root off. <laughs> 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 I just imagined them remaking Michael Jackson's fucking bad video, and it's just all three of their roots dancing around in a circle in night fights. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was Thriller they were doing it, too. No worried hats. They're all zombies. They're all wearing hats, huh, Jose? Yep. <laughs> Little hats. No, they'd be pretty big hats. Never mind. Big hats for the big roots. Here's some a piece of news that came out of San Diego that I actually missed and didn't hear until today. Uh, Marvel Studios cast Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, J- Jeanette Van Dyne. Van Dyne, I think. You think so? She's the original Wasp. Too old. Pass. I don't think she's too old because you have Michael. She's so hot. Yeah, she's still <laughs> pretty good looking, and you have Michael. Um, God damn, I can't think of his name. Michael Douglas as fucking Hank Pym. I don't think she's too hot. She's just He's hot too enough. good for her. He's too good for her. <laughs> I don't know. He is. He is banging uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh yeah, that's true. Never mind. <laughs> uh, think you think <clears throat> that young, the a little bit younger one. Um, but that's a, like when I saw that, I felt like that was like a weird casting to me. I was just like, really? I was like, what? She hasn't been in anything, and here she comes. In that out of world, nowhere. Is, yeah, but I guess that's kind of Marvel's thing is to get those old washed up or has-beens or never was. She is not a has-been, but, you know. It's been something since, what, 89? Yeah, she, the was old a, man. she was a huge sex symbol, but now she's kind of just, like, <clears throat> fell off. She was in the original Batman, wasn't she? She was She was Catwoman, wasn't she? Yes. In, yeah. uh, yeah, fuck. Second Batman. Yeah, Batman Returns. <laughs> Batman Returns. Was she in something else? She's been in a lot of things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jose's like disappointed now. Oh. No, she's breaking into movies. Yeah, she's this is she's just getting <laughs> just into, barely. Yeah, just barely <laughs> getting like into 80. movies. Uh, 
Captain Marvel is not going to appear in Infinity Wars. Sorry, Captain Marvel fans, but you will have to wait a little bit longer to see the super-powered heroine on the big screen. Following the exciting Hall H panel at San Diego Comic-Con on Saturday, co-directors of Avengers Infinity Ward, um, Joe Russo, ruled out the possibility of seeing Captain Marvel in the first part of the epic two-part Avengers film. She's not in Avengers 3, Russo said. You'll just have to wait for her solo film to see Captain Marvel in action. What were we going to say, Jose? She'll be in the second. She'll be in, she'll be in number four, but yeah, for sure. Number four? Yeah, Avengers 4. Avengers 4. Yeah. Avengers oh, that's the second part of the Infinity War. Infinity yeah. Wars Part 2. Yep. Electric Boogaloo. She's not going to be in the first one, so obviously she's going to be in the second one. That's what they should title it. Infinity mm-hmm. Wars Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> All the movies should be named that, like that. Um, Avengers Infinity Wars Part 2, Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. The Revenge of Bodie McBoatface. That's such a good name. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> speaking of Captain Marvel, though, some new details were, did emerge out of San Diego regarding the Captain Marvel solo film. Um, several details were revealed about the film last Saturday at Marvel's Hall H panel. Nick Fury will play a, uh, a key role in Captain Marvel with the film set in the early 90s. And he has yet to lose his eye and has, uh, like he has by the time you see him in um, Iron Man. Is he on a plane and fighting snakes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the quantum world. He lost, lost his eye. <laughs> Get bit by a snake. Get bit by a snake. <laughs> uh, the quantum realm will reportedly play a role in both Ant Man and the Wasp, as well as Captain Marvel. So it's possible that Scott Lang and the members of his Ant Man team could discover Captain Marvel locked away in the micro universe. Um, and then the villains. This is what caught me off surpri- by surprise: is that the villains will be the Skrulls, and the Skrulls will make their first appearance in the MCU. Hmm. It's weird that a predominantly Fantastic Four bad guys are are uh, coming to Marvel. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't think that Fox would fucking let go of those rights at all. No, did they let go of? Well, did they have rights for the scrolls? Yeah, because they're part of the Fantastic Four universe. But who knows? It'll be nice to see the their powers, though. What do you think about that, Kyle? As long as they don't ruin it like the last Fantastic Four movie and make it all fucked up. As long as Marvel does it. Yeah, it's just Marvel bringing the scrolls. Like, are you excited to see the scrolls on the the big screen, or could you care less? I don't care. If they do it right. Fucking riveting commentary from Kyle. (laughs) You like that, huh? He's too busy washing his car. Hold on. (laughs) And Jose's at the beach. uh, I got my chamois out. (laughs) Your chamois? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm wowing the sham out of it. Yeah. Are you dressed okay. in a blue button up shirt and uh, khaki pants and dye your hair black and pretend to be Billy Mays? No, um, I'm shirtless wearing spandex. Oh, jeez. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That's a sight to behold for your fucking neighbors, huh? Good thing I'm not in Arizona right now. <laughs> yeah, chilling right near the beach. Right near the beach. <laughs> I'm at the beach. Boy, <clears throat> United Airlines tries to ban San Diego passengers from checking comic books. That's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Did you that? Um, yeah, and they try to blame the TSA for it. Who, who did you, you took Southwest, right, Jose? Yeah, they didn't give a shit, did they? No, they don't care. They like, just want their money. You're getting all these people coming to Comic Con, even, even you know, even though comic books at at comic conventions are kind of disappearing. There's still yeah. people that spend a shit ton of money on that, and to tell them, oh no, you got to take them out of your your check the luggage and put them in your carry on, it's just asinine. And then they try to blame the TSA, and the TSA comes out and they're like, wait a minute, we never fucking said that. That's the stupidest thing we've ever heard. Don't blame us for your shit. Yeah. Don't, why would we not? It sounds like that's the Comic Con uh, one overzealous person misinformation to everybody else. Well, they had a sign at their their ticket check in that said. San Diego Comic Con passengers, no you, nerds beyond this point. <laughs> no checked bo- or no books in your checked in luggage. So it's like um, the, I wouldn't want to put my books in my checked luggage anyway. I wouldn't want them on my carrying on where you have to shove it in this fucking seat in front of you or in the overhead bin. Under you? Is it under you now? I thought it was in front of you. 
Well, it depends what airline you take. Like when I had flown, when me and Jose flown, I had my whole backpack full, and I, I kept it on carry on, and I just had it with me. Yeah, yeah but that's how I, I did I'd rather it do that year. than watch them get thrown around, you know. Yeah, but you're not you're not bringing with you like hundreds of thousands of books, though. Yeah, you know, you're only bringing what like fifty books, sixty books. If that. So I I would understand, but like imagine if you were bringing like two, three hundred books. Like, cause I remember a lot, but the year we went, or I went, the first year we went, Kyle, I had that short box in my trunk of books. So it would be weird to try and check that, you know? <laughs> Kyle's spraying off his car. <laughs> we're almost done. <laughs> Just bear with me. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm going to skip armor rolling it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and talk about the the uh, the first story Jose brought up today, and that's the uh, the Hall H um, the Hall H Bang. counterfeit wristband situation. And yeah, 400 people um, ended up in Hall H with counterfeit wristbands. And 400 people. those 400 people that didn't get in are getting free tickets to next year's Comic-Con four-day passes. But do you, now they're kind of saying, well, you know, Comic-Con started using um RF, what what are the RF, what the RFID, RFIDs, in the badges all the, to the prevent for those to prevent counterfeiters. So should they start putting that technology in wristbands for Hall H? No, I think Hall H should be like a lottery, like everything else. Like if you're if you're sitting there and you buy your tickets and you want to do a Hall H on a day, they should you should be entered in a lottery and like get drawn instead of fucking having to stand in line for days for that shit or just make the wristbands hard to copy well i mean holograms or something on it yeah but even like doing a like a lottery that would allow you to fucking um not have to be there all day you can actually enjoy the convention and and shit you don't have to stand in line for days what they should do is you know how like they have drawings and you take one ticket and they take the other ticket and then they read off numbers yeah that's what they should do we're looking for seven eight three three seven Imagine all those people. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because then you get that one asshole who's in like line for like twenty of his friends. So you're like getting to the front. And you're like, all right, sweet, I'm gonna get in. And then <clears throat> twenty of these dudes' friends show up, and they're like, oh yeah, we were with him. And then you don't get in. That'd piss me off. Yeah, that would suck. That'd make me stupid angry. <laughs> like I'd probably hulk out and start throwing shit. <laughs> start kicking shit over. And get thrown out of the line again? Yeah, get thrown out of the line again. Dude, I, they, they, that's the thing is they don't fucking record people when they're sleeping, man. It made me angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Try to catch some seeds. <laughs> Here's a story that Kyle will be interested in. Um, Sony, Sony's bloodshot eyes Jared Leto for lead role. Oh. According to Deadline Suicide Squad, star Jared Leto is currently in talks to join Sony's forthcoming Bloodshot adaption, which is based on the Valiant uh, Entertainment comic oh, of Valiant. the same name. Leto is eyeing the role it's of... It. It's going to be great. ...of Angelo Mortelli, uh, a.k.a. Bloodshot. This would be the second live-action development for the character, as Bloodshot is also part of Valiant's uh, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe web series, which is unrelated to the planned film. That version of the character is currently played by Jason David Frank, the Green Power Ranger, who was uh, almost, almost assassinated killed. at Phoenix Comic Con. <laughs> I still picture Matt diving in front of him. No! Yeah. Um, mm, I don't think I would take a bullet for him. <laughs> that's where you draw, that's where you draw the <laughs> yeah, Power there's, Ranger. There's, he, you know, I, thanks for the childhood memories, but I don't think I'm going to take a bullet for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's very few people in this world I would take a bullet for, and he is not one of them. There's <laughs> where you draw the line. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. It's on the other list. Yep. You know, I, I think we know a special someone who would probably take a bullet for Scott Snyder. Jeez. <laughs> for fighting his country, making his country proud. <laughs> yep. Did you read that story where they're talking about having Negan play uh, Batman? No, no. For, uh, what? I that's think a flashpoint. I, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, it makes sense. He was fucking Thomas Wayne in in the Batman Superman. Yeah. We'll have a lean Batman. 
Who's opening? Some, someone's opening some food. Jose. That's me. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> what, did you find a, did you find a half-eaten power bar at the beach? <laughs> he stole it from some little kid. <laughs> Stupid little kid trying to run. <laughs> half-eaten corn dog on the pier. <laughs> He's running up to people's uh, <laughs> blankets, rubbing just their shit. <laughs> are kicking sand in their face and stealing their food. <laughs> he's he's watching them from a, a lifeguard tower with binoculars <laughs> to see what they have to make sure. Power bar, power bar, two o'clock. <laughs> Is that a rotisserie chicken? <laughs> fucking kick sand in their eyes. He picks up his fucking pocket sand and fucking throws it in their face and steals their chicken and takes off. Pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> So do you think Jared Leto will do a good job at uh, playing Bloodshot? He's got to do better than playing the Joker. <laughs> I don't know. thought you liked him as the Joker. Uh, yeah, it's rumored he's going to play him again. Uh, I don't think he should. Bloods is enough. Look, if they, too many. they take away the grill, they take away the stupid tattoos. Yeah. And they make it more like... Um. Uh, end of our end game. Joker, I'm okay with uh-huh. that. I'm okay with that. They should have Will I, Smith playing Jared Leto playing Will Smith playing the Joker. If I have to watch him put his hand over his mouth again and do his stupid laugh, I'm gonna fucking yeah. God, that's so stupid. <laughs> I don't. I just don't see Jared Leto as being an action star though. Like I see him in more serious roles, like in Dallas Buyers Club and Fight Club, Fight Club, and and stuff like that. I don't see him being like the action movie type. I think he'd be an awesome Superboy. Superboy. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Like forty. <laughs> he could be thirteen in the Teen Titans. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh. Bug. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Super boy. Uh, Kevin Conroy count, uh, Kevin Conroy crowns the best live action Batman. We all know that Kevin Conroy is the definitive voice of Batman, but when asked yeah. to crown the best live action Batman by Comical Resources last weekend at San Diego Comic Con, the voice actor had this to say. You know, I thought it was weird when Warner Brothers uh, didn't give the franchise to one actor when they first started doing the films. You just assumed they were going to cast Batman and he was going to carry the whole franchise. But when I saw the different uh, different ones, Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer, George Clooney and Christian Bale, um, all with different takes, this was really smart because each actor did it so differently. And I love seeing all the different takes. I think some of them get Bruce Wayne more than they get Batman. And some of them get Batman more than they get Bruce Wayne. I think Ben like Affleck that. has probably gotten the best balance of the two. He's a really good Bruce Wayne, and he's a really good Batman. Oh, yeah, Batman. I agree. The only person I think did Batman better than him was Michael Keaton. I agree. But there's a lot of people that think, uh, that say Val Kilmer is the best Bruce Wayne. Uh, there. I'm not a... I'm not a fat Kilmer fan. <laughs> he can just keep doing his B-list straight to DVD movies with fucking Steven Seagal. Both of them running. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Girdles popping. <laughs> Stomach popping. Do mm-hmm. their shirts and slow motion pants. Uh, oh, thanks. I thought I, running ponytails. I thought I had bullets. <laughs> All I had was jelly donuts. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> they're both it's running gross. for jelly donuts. Yeah. All right. It's a whole movie. Here's the big topic for the night. Bum, bum, bum. DC Comics says the comic book industry is on the brink of a collapse. The comic That's misquoted. It's misquoted? Yes. How so? If you read the whole thing of what they said, uh-huh. if you actually read the article, it's been misquoted. They're not saying it's on the verge of collapse. They're saying, what can they do so that it doesn't happen again? Oh, the pop or the bubble? 
Well, because it yes. says here that uh, the comic book market is in good shape. Sales are dropping. The market uh, leader Marvel is repeating short-term sales strategies that caused the 90s comic book bubble to burst. Uh, flagging comic book sales are at the heart of the uh, paradox of San Diego Comic-Con. Superheroes have been uh, have never been more popular, and yet the comic book industry is in trouble. So, basically, DC says that they have a plan to fix it. Trade and, paperbacks. Yeah, their their plan is to make um, focus on more important stories that they call evergreen stories. So, more shorter runs like you know, um, the Dark Knight Returns or. Um, Watchmen or things of that nature, like stories that have a lasting impact. And they're trying to incorporate legendary writers with new artists or vice versa. So, Yeah, but they're not saying it's actually collapsing. They're saying what they need to do to and so it doesn't happen again. That was actually their focus on that when they were talking. Because they're talking about like making, what if we, you know, making the best definitive Superman story or best definitive Batman story to try and in, you know, sway people to get into writing, reading comics. And they're talking about not, I guess the, the new stuff that they've got coming out, the, um, the dark matter line, they're not going to do any variant covers. And they're talking about the one thing that got me is they started talking about the prices of books and, and everything like that. And, that was the whole thing with Rebirth. It was like all our books are gonna be two or two ninety nine, and that didn't even last a year before they started raising the price on books. Yep. You have you have all Scott Snyder Batman, all star Batman's have been four ninety nine. Like, I don't I don't understand why that book is four ninety nine. This is garbage. And then you've got what DC the the DC metal books have been all four ninety nine. The only ones that are still two ninety nine are your bi weekly, you know, mainstays like Batman and the Flash. Black Switch. Yeah. That's all he did. I think that's actually a cool idea. I'm actually game for it. For what? Not having so many variants? No variants and having more, like, graphic novels put out. I think that's, uh, like, I think that's actually kind of cool. I mean, it would be more expensive, but it would be a one-shot instead of spending three bucks a week. You just spend your $15 once. But it kind of worries me, though, because it, it almost feels like they're expecting lightning to strike twice. Because you had, you you know, you have these legendary books, these talked-about books that everybody wants, you know, like Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen. Um, Killing Joke. Killing Joke, All-Star Superman. Like you have all these these mainstay books, and now they're like, "Well, we need to get back doing that." And it it almost feels like they're expecting lightning to strike twice. And if it doesn't, what they look like idiots, you know? Oh, Jose, you getting in the water? <laughs> yep. Hold on. He's spraying down his car. Somebody ran in the water. I'm getting their hot dog. <laughs> getting their hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not looking. He's got to get their seat steel and their sunscreen so his head doesn't get burned. <laughs> <laughs> does he get burnt by the by the moonlight? Right. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a good idea. I wouldn't mind seeing some really cool titles that are just you know, my graphic novels. Like a definitive <laughs> like Batman story written by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I mean, because they're not going to get rid of all their titles and just go that way, but they're just. No, but I think you're in a you're in a world where you have to think outside the box. Sometimes you got to try things, and I think it's worth trying it again. And I just, I mean, it in theory it sounds like a good idea, but it to me, like I said, it's it's like they're expecting lightning to strike twice. Because how do you know? Can you? Do you think you can ever recreate? a killing joke type story. Can you ever recreate the dark Knight returns? Like they tried to recreate the watchman with before watchman. And that was a fucking giant flop. Mm, yep. Yeah. But I think you don't compare it to anything and you, you know, you just go into it. In, 
I mean, you kind of already you know, see that that doesn't work when they tried to do the Dark Knight 3 Master Race. That fucking flopped. Yeah. So I'll I, call I mean, it Master Race. It, I guess it, I, if they did it on different characters, maybe I would be more in tune to be excited for it. Like if you got like a Batman Beyond book that like that or a you know like lesser known like a green arrow like a definitive green arrow story like that or or, just or even something. come up with some new characters yeah or new characters would be cool too but it's, i think it's cool that they're trying to they're thinking outside the box though kind of you know they're, they're they're not trying to go for a gimmick they're trying to do something that's gonna you know that's not a cash grab yeah and i mean i think all three of us can agree that Marvel has definitely oversaturated the market with how many fucking variant covers have come out for every book they release, and it's ridiculous. Yep. It's stupid. It's funny seeing other, like, small companies do that, too. Like, I mean, I in no way or shape or form are going to, is, am I going to criticize anyone for wanting to buy a, a variant cover and being like, why the fuck are you buying variants, you know? Like, someone else we know, but... No, if the book looks... If the cover's cool, buy it. Like, that's like... Andy was showing that, that copy of Amazing... Spe- or uh, Spectacular Spider-Man 2 he bought. And I was like, I looked at that cover too, but that was like a $25 cover. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, he just spent $25 on that cover. One $25 on a comic book? <laughs> yeah, right? Mr. Drops the drops a ton of money on Walking Dead number one. <laughs> I don't blame you. You bought it at the right time. That's almost a three thousand dollar book now. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm gonna have Stanley sign it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that is definitely the uh action comics number one or amazing fantasy fifteen of our lifetime. Yep. You need to get uh, Stan Lee's sign it. <laughs> That's what he just said. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you got to get Stan Lee to die on it. It drool. <laughs> Stan Lee's drool. Death drool. You got to get a Polaroid of it, though. <laughs> Does anybody have a camera? Nobody's going to believe me that this happened. Stan's just there dead on it. With me pointing at him with my mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> Then they would have to. Then they uh, Charlie Adler would have to redraw the cover for that as an anniversary issue with Stan Lee as one of the dead zombies in the window. Oh, that'd be so fucking cool! Oh, he dies all because Kyle Simpson asked him to sign his Walking Dead number one. <laughs> oh, I tried to use your logic, and I, I kind of got ridiculed for it. <laughs> What's that? Like, because. Someone was giving me shit for having my Spider-Man 121 signed by Stan Lee. And they're like, oh, you should have got it signed by the writer of that book. I was like, but every time I've gone to see that dude at a convention, he cancels. It's happened twice now. And they're like, well, Stan Lee had nothing to do with that book. He didn't write that book. Oh, well, he still created Spider-Man. And that's all that fucking matters. Right. That's what, And it's my book. I got any way with the fuck I want to sign right. it. Right. And now I agree that, you know, having him going to Stanley and be like, sign my spider Gwen, you know, um, okay, that's a little ridiculous, but. That's reaching. If you have him sign something Spider-Man, like first run between one and 700, I'm okay with that because you created a fucking character. Having him sign superior Spider-Man number one, that's, that's a little bit of a reach. The thing that I that irks me the most is when somebody has a uh, Hulk Winnie one signed from Stanley. Why? Because first appearance of Wolverine, he didn't create Wolverine. No, but he did create the X Men. So. Yeah, but Wolverine was a part of the X Men till. Ipso facto, without the X Men, you don't get Wolverine. Who <laughs> came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, that's, that's what I said like fucking um, like I have the Death of Wolverine signed, signed by Charlie Soule and Steve McNiven and um, one of the original creators of Wolverine 
Fuck, can't remember his name. Yes, Len Wein. Yeah. And, like, the, I got shit for that. Why did you have Len Wein send that? Well, because without him, you wouldn't have Wolverine. That's Suck the way it. I look at it. That's Suck the same as why Tony Moore signed my Walking Dead 100. Yeah, without you, there wouldn't be 100 issues. Suck it, nerd. Suck it. Did you hear? Yeah, it's almost at 200. You're right. Did you hear the all the shit that's coming out of San Diego, too, with uh, Robert Kirkman saying that he's going to end Walking Dead? Yeah. He didn't say that either. No, though. yeah, he was misquoted. He said that yeah. he's got an ending for it, and it's going to eventually come to an end, and that he he had planned on ending it a long time ago and then came up with a new ending for it. But, you know, he, he didn't say it's yeah. going to end soon. He just said that he's got an ending for it. And he's working like he his said, way towards it. But then the first few issues, he already knew that he wanted them out of prison and he wanted the governor, but he had to work towards it. Yeah. And then wow. he, he, like, I guess he wanted to end it. And he wanted to end it around issue 100, and then he brought in Negan, and he was going to try and kill Negan. And then he decided to keep him alive before the time jump. So, I don't Maybe know. Maybe he's going to kill him in the show. I don't think they're going to kill him in the show. That would be the long all that build up for Negan, and then he's only in a fucking season and a half, if that. <laughs> he, he falls and breaks dead. his neck. <laughs> he, he breaks his back and yeah. <laughs> That's how it ends for him. <laughs> it ends with him winning the limbo competition. <laughs> breaking his back. Uh, and Dwight's Dwight's wife comes back to be the new leader of the Saviors. They should have Bane. He, if he's Batman, they should have Bane break his back. <laughs> and that there's more speculation that uh, Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead are going to cross over. Uh, I hope not. I'm going to fucking. Bleh. How crazy would it be if it ends up being that? Uh, I'm throw all my shit in the garbage if that happens. Fear the walk. If Madison and all them from Fear the Walking Dead end up being the whispers. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not going to throw it in the garbage. Yeah, you will. Would, would, what would you do if that if they crossed over and it ended up them being the whispers? Shut it off. <laughs> Shut it off. Shut it off and do three sixty and walk away. Yeah, I just I just turn the channel and watch the Simpsons. <laughs> watch the, like a rerun of the Simpsons you've seen a thousand <clears throat> fucking times. Yeah, I just go watch <laughs> FXX. <laughs> you can join Kyle at the or you can join Jose at the beach. Yes. There's enough room in we'll here. There's <laughs> plenty of room. Still your hot dog. And <laughs> He's got a half-eaten bag of Funyuns waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> and a handful of sand. Yep. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. Oh, man. That's I mean, funny. They better not. They just need to stay separate. That'll be stupid. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Avengers Infinity Wars aims to turn Thanos into the gener- this generation's Darth Vader. Yeah. Avengers Infinity War. I am not your father. <laughs> Avengers <laughs> Infinity War co-director Joe Russo has made it clear that he has big ambitions for Thanos, who largely lurked in the shadows of the MCU since 2012. The um, So big, in fact, that the Mad Titan could rival one of the greatest movies of all time. The stakes are incredibly high. I want to turn Thanos into Darth Vader for a new generation. He's an incredibly intense character, psychopathic. Uh, he takes no prisoners. I think the audience needs to be prepared uh, for when they go to see this movie. So because we're gonna Scooby Doo's gonna come up and take his mask off, and he's gonna be Cable. No, from what I heard, coming out of D twenty three, I think it was the footage they showed at D twenty three. Like people are saying that one of the scenes they show is like um, Thanos like reaching up and and like just. Like, I don't know, they described it as like a planet type thing and just pulling it down like top of the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I think I think it's going to be I think you're going to see, you know, the the heroes you're used to seeing winning the day just straight up getting their asses handed to them throughout the first movie. Good, because I hate when they get their asses handed to them for an hour and 50 minutes and then they win. Yeah, I think I think you're going to see them just getting thoroughly manhandled throughout the first movie and it's not until the second one that they 
they come back and win. But they do. They find uh, they find uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck's friend in the war. Ben Affleck's friend in the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they save him from Mars. Hold on a second here. Got a, we got a problem. Oh, we lost those. Hey, we lost the Changa. He had to go. <laughs> he he swam too far in the ocean. <laughs> Let me get him back on the call here. All right, we're back after we lost the Changa and went went too far in the beach. Had to swim. Sorry. <laughs> the. Someone, they close the beach. He tried to <laughs> steal someone else's food and they chased him in the water. <laughs> so I get for ruddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got caught stealing someone's funyuns. <laughs> someone's funyuns and drinks. So what do you think of that? You don't think that uh they're gonna they're gonna be able to make Thanos this generation's Darth Vader? No. Cause he I think his the below him are his two sons, and those will probably be the villains, like the pre-boss. I don't because like I was saying, supposedly the first uh, the first Avengers movie, uh, Infinity War, is just going to be the Avengers getting in Guardians of the Galaxy getting their shit pushed in. So Thanos and his sons are going to push that shit in. I think just saying that they're gonna, they want to do that ruins it. It needs to happen on its own. You think it should have just? It should have been something that like surprised you. Yeah, like it just it it's something that be manifested on its own. Yeah, but now that we've been told that they want to do that, that makes me not want it to be. You think they're gonna try too hard to make that that come to reality? Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to pass on that, no matter how good it is. The hard pass. It's gonna have to be the hard pass. I think. Don't uh, tell me who's gonna be the next Darth Vader. Well, I don't think he said he wants him to be, but I don't know. I don't. He's shooting high for that. I don't think you can ever recreate Darth Vader. No. You can't. You can never have another whiny asthmatic. (laughs) Badass. Andrew Jones. Yeah, a whiny asthmatic with mommy issues. How many times have you watched Rogue One since it's been on Netflix, Jose? Just once. I figured it had been like 12 or 13 times already. (laughs) Just once. I don't have enough time to watch it 10 times. Going to have to start watching it so we can go do Star Wars trivia night. Huh. And then the last little bit of news uh, I have for tonight is uh, Justice League reshoots more complicated than they appear. Reports indicate that the extensive reshoots spread out over two months between London and Los Angeles, costing approximately $25 million compared to $6 million to $10 million a typical film spends on additional photography. Um, you got to wonder how much of that is going to go towards digitally removing Henry uh, Cavill's mustache that he has in, in the Seven film. Million. Thanks to his contract from uh, Paramount's Mission Impossible 6 that he's not permitted to shave. So yeah, he's going to shave his stash so they're going to have to go in and digitally remove it. Seven million dollars. He has a shirt that says free mustache rides. Yeah, seven million dollars alone, do you think, Kyle? Yeah, just seven. That's someone, it. <laughs> someone recreated the Justice League trailer. I think it's either the Justice League trailer or the Batman Superman trailer. To only include his mustache. So it's about his mustache. It's his mustache and Ben Affleck's root. <laughs> Batman's root and Superman's mustache. Talking. Fighting crime. And um, the Emoji movie is apparently a piece of shit. Pass. Because it's got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Didn't see that one coming. It's got 22 reviews and it's at 0%. Hmm. The movie looks terrible. Yep. It, does, it is terrible. It does look terrible. Who wants to go see the Emoji movie? Nobody. Uh, stupid kids. Yeah, stupid little kids. And not even them. 
haha <laughs> poop emoji on the TV screen. I feel I feel bad for TJ Miller because that's a movie he should have just passed on. Yeah, Boy, well, it's money for him. Yeah, it's money. It's more drug money. More drug money. <laughs> he can make another semi okay comedy special. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, Kyle, did you watch Game of Thrones this week? Oh, it was fucking fantastic. Give us give us your Game of Thrones review, Kyle. No, I didn't watch it. Give us your Game of Thrones review, Kyle. Um, nudity, penises, shit, dragons, and it was done. Oh, damn. That sounds like quite the episode. It was. It was good. Uh, Baller Season 3 started on Sunday. That's a good show. Did you watch that? Nope. God damn, Kyle. <laughs> I'm a slacker. I didn't watch Season 2 of Ballers. What? I only watched season one. Well, that's all the news I had for this week. Um, we don't. <laughs> I'm we don't, Kyle. We don't have. <laughs> we don't have comic book reviews this week because I didn't read any books yet. Um, but uh, why don't you go ahead and everybody go buy Batman Beyond? It's awesome. Yeah, go ahead and tell us uh, what the book of the week for you is this week, sir. Batman Beyond. Where's it at? Why? And Redneck. Redneck was good too. I bailed on that book. They're, they're filling in on the backstory. I bailed on that book. See ya. It's pretty good. But Batman Beyond 10 is where it's at. They've been introduced to Damien, which is like the best thing they could have done to this book. Is that why, you're, is that why it's such a good book? It's just because it's Damien? I, I, he's just on fire, and everybody's like... Everybody who's writing Damien right now, it's all the stories are good. I mean, Super Sons of Damien good. Teen Titans of Damien is good. I haven't even read Teen I, Titans yet, and that's like one of my favorite books. It did. Uh, that was a pretty good one too, actually. It showed some backstory, and it uh, it hmm. it had a couple surprises in it. I'm not gonna give any secrets away. Oh, uh, and what in Teen Titans? Yeah, I'll let you read that one on your own. It was good. What are you reading, Jose? Are you reading Astonishing X-Men? Um, I haven't even picked that up. Because, because of Marvel garbage? Is it sitting no, in I your box at the comic shop? I picked up my, my books for two or three weeks. Jesus, slacker. Hey, I'm too busy being here in San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful San Diego. They got comic yeah. book stores in San Diego. Yeah, it's too far, though. I heard that they wouldn't let you take your chonga plate on the plane, so you decided to just walk away. Yeah, I just ate it on the beach. (laughs) I can tell you that shit. But, all right, that's all I had for this week. Did you guys have anything else? Nope, just the things I brought up before the show. I'm pissed off at the Flash right now. Why? Because they vaporized Airbard Thon for the third time. Just yes, they continued. It's like yeah, it's like the third or fourth time he's been vaporized in like the last like month. And they're gonna bring him back again. Watch next issue. <laughs> I only vaporized him pretty good this time. Uh, you would have thought that it was good the first time when Doctor Manhattan did it. Yeah, right. He still came back. You thought it was good the, th- the second time when Doctor Manhattan did it again. <laughs> <laughs> nope still wasn't good enough they did it again I don't know they looked, the cool thing was that Flash was he was sent into the, and he came back with like the negative force the negative speed force so he's like fucking he's got a lot of power right now which is kind of cool is he still does he still have the negative speed force yeah but it's like the black is like emanating off of him and shit, you know. And that's kind of where they ended it. So we don't know what's gonna happen. He's gonna have to run it off. Yeah, just walking <laughs> run it off. He's just gonna run it off. He's just gonna run around a lot. He's gonna run like they do in the Flash show. I'm gonna run around <laughs> the world a couple times. Yeah. But. but. 
All right, I guess it'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. The first episode coming to you completely through Skype. That was my uh, best comic review yet. With all three of us together. <laughs> um, maybe next week, Jose won't be at the beach. <laughs> no promises. Be at the beach. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> maybe Kyle won't start washing his car right in the middle of the <laughs> podcast. That's, that's, see, that's what happens. People go rogue when... You do it when you do it over Skype because they're just washing their car or at the beach. Stealing food. Stealing food. Going to the water. You ate food when we were in the studio too, though. Yeah, but he didn't steal it. That we know of. Hey, I didn't clink my ice this episode. Nope. That's You're too busy washing your car. Yeah. Right. That's because I drank it all real quick right before we started. You got to make sure that your car is nice and clean. It is. It looks great. It's sparkling. Ooh. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that. Looks pretty. I'm glad that you did that just in time for the uh, rain to come again tomorrow. <laughs> Multitasker. Hey, it's got to look good sitting in the driveway tonight. There you <laughs> go. Hopefully, there's a rain tonight. Got to attract all those homeless people that want to rub their dicks on it, huh? Ugh. Dirty Mike and the boys. I had a, a homeless guy tell me the other day that I was part of the asshole club. Why? So I wouldn't give him a quarter. <laughs> he called you an asshole because you wouldn't give him a quarter? No, he said, hey, give me a quarter. Are you are, are, or are you in the asshole club? I said, I'm in the fucking asshole club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking corner me at the Jack in the Box drive-thru for a quarter. The fuck is a quarter going to get you? And then he he flexed his guns at me. Said, uh, I know where you're going. I'll see you tomorrow. What? I didn't see him today. That's (laughs) when he was threatening me. He was pissed. I didn't give him a quarter. (laughs) I know where you're going. I'll see you tomorrow. I didn't see him tomorrow. I didn't see him tomorrow. Ask us as he was flexing his guns. He was showing me the gun show. <laughs> he gave you a first-class ticket to the gun show, huh? Yep, I thought he had to go to see the vet because his pythons were sick. Uh, all right, I'm ending it there. God. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> For the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. And we will see you next time. <laughs>